carve some turkey, grab a slice of pumpkin pie, and join us this week on The Swear Wolves as we discuss two Thanksgiving-themed horror movies, Christy and Pilgrim. I ain't worried about nothing, plus I met someone. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. What are you thankful for, my friend? Nothing. Well, I'm thankful for you, pal. Oh, that makes one of us. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm thankful for you, too. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving is upon us. Yeah. Here in a few days. Maybe someone's listening to this. They're out. Uh, well, I don't know. Is anybody going to be out shopping? I feel like Black Friday is gone the way of the dodo. I don't know. I still see like uh, on TV all the time with people lined up. To, yeah, like, but that's get, been in years past. Shit. Like this year, because of all the like storage containers out at sea and people like, well, I don't know. Are you going to be able to get your shit? Might as well order it now. Yeah. Like, Black Friday seems like it's not a day anymore. Even that though, people line up on Thursday. That's so it's true. like Black Thursday. It's like we ate Thanksgiving. We're gonna yep, time to go shopping. We're gonna go shopping. Time right to now. go shopping, and then uh, say to the people that work there, like, "Oh, they got you working Thanksgiving, yeah? That's that stinks, too bad. Like, fucking asshole." They're working hope you get something. I hope you. there's hope there's food left for you when you get home. <laughs> people are the worst. People are the worst. I do all my shopping online. I do that, or I, I do all my Christmas shopping at the grocery store. <laughs> like I just buy a bunch of gift cards, gift card, gift yep, card, and some gift cards. Card. Done. Uh, I will say this: little spoiler alert. Hmm. I already got you a Christmas present. Oh, I already got it. Dude, I already got you one too. Oh, fuck. Do you want to just exchange now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're recording this. It's October. <laughs> I know. Dude, and I got your present a while ago. I got your present like two weeks ago. That's funny. That is funny. Well, anyway. I'll tell you something else. Uh, your present's in this room, but it's hidden. I won't tell you where, but it's somewhere. You ain't going to find it. I'm not going to look. Put it in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're I like, see I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the worst because I know right where you hit it. It's actually not over there. <laughs> Um, you're like, I'm not going to look because I'm not five. (laughs) Exactly. Did you, oh, we might've talked about this, but did you ever like, this isn't our Christmas episode, but we might as well talk about Christmas because it's upon us. Yeah, it's coming. The season is here. Tis the holiday season. Tis the season to be jolly, David. Mm. Yep. I'm going to have some figgy pudding. (laughs) Uh, did you ever snoop? Uh, No, but I found. Accidentally? Yes. Yeah. And that was also how I learned something about Santa Claus was, uh. That day. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm sure you could say what you found out about Santa Claus because <laughs> I be doubt that oh, people are listening with their kids. They're little fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> little fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's when you discovered. Yep. I found all the, the truth. Pre- yep. I snooped one year. Mm. Worst Christmas ever. Because you I did for yourself. There are no surprises. Yeah. I knew everything. You asshole. Uh, I got good shit. Yeah. I was happy. But then you had to fake like, oh, 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I won an Oscar that year. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> well, it was pretty good. Did you weep? You produced no. tears? <laughs> you a little lip, little lip quiver? <laughs> How did you know I wanted a Chia pet? <laughs> Chia. Well, the holiday season is upon us. Thanksgiving is here. Uh, we will be spending it, I'm sure, with our families. Yep. I am uh, spending it with um, my family this year. We're having it at our house. Oh, nice. We have it at my parents' house. Yeah. We kind of have defaulted to having Thanksgiving at our house. Mm-hmm. And then my sister has like Christmas morning. We go over to her house on Christmas morning for That's breakfast. Cool. We still do everything at my New parents' Year's house. Eve too. New Year's Eve. I usually don't even host. We usually just stay home. That's what we do. And because we do that, like we have since said, if people want to come over to our house, they can hang out here. Yeah. Because yeah, we're just going to stay home. That's kind of what we do too. Like, yeah. Yeah. We don't have a party, but if like, yeah, people want to come over. Yeah. Have yeah. at it. Come on over. We'll be over. There you go. <laughs> I look forward to it. Um, But Thanksgiving is here. We thought like we do around holidays, we'll pick a couple of movies that have to do with Thanksgiving. We've done this in the past with Thanksgiving. <laughs> Poultry Geist. Poultry Geist. Um, oh, we did Blood Rage. Blood Rage. Oh, wait, that wasn't even a Thanksgiving episode, though. I think it was, though. Maybe. I don't know. I think it was a Thanksgiving episode, but it should be. If it wasn't, Blood Rage is a great Thanksgiving horror film. Great is a, <laughs> is a loose term for that. Yeah, yeah, but it is Thanksgiving themed. Thanksgiving themed. So as we approach the Christmas holiday, though, I want to throw this out there. This is kind of a curveball to you. Um, as we approach the Christmas holiday, maybe people have suggestions for Christmas horror movies that they would like us to watch. Yeah. So submit those suggestions to us. You can find us on Twitter um, at the Swearwolves, uh, or you can email us um, at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, contact us however you want to contact us let us know what your ideas are yeah give us some ideas and we'll use them or we won't christmas theme or i shouldn't even just say christmas it could be holiday holiday themed yeah horror films do it uh yes david's right we might not (laughs) something else too uh another curveball we did last year we did christmas cards Hmm. so i'd say we should do that again sure yeah you want a christmas card from us send us your address yeah I think we have people's address from last year. Yeah, and if you want one and say same address, I probably got them somewhere. Yeah. Or just tell me again. Yeah, and maybe we'll just pick out some random uh, random people from the phone book and just mail them Christmas cards. Yeah, there you go, from the swearwolves. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is this? Fucking Sarah Connor's like, what the hell? <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Thanksgiving films. This year we picked uh, two Thanksgiving-esque films. Uh, the first one's called Christy, made in 2014. These are both recent films. Yeah. Uh, release date was August 7th, 2014 in Germany. I used this date. That's fine. Because, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> I used this date because I think the other date, the US date, was the same date as a recent movie that we did. Oh, okay. So it had the same oh, uh, movie and boring. the same song. So I was like, uh, there was another release date. This was like the first time it was released or shown was in Germany. So I'm using that one. Okay. August 7th, 2014. What was the number one film? Going X-Men Days of Future Past. You'd be absolutely wrong. Damn it. Oh, I thought I had it. I was like, (gasps) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. The newer one, I guess. It must be. The animated one? I No. No. It was a live action. Was it? Wasn't it the one? No. I think it was animated. Whatever. No. I didn't see it. The 2014 one is the Michael Bay one, isn't it? Who knows? With the... uh, some tiny thumbs as April oh, O'Neil. Okay. 
Tiny Megan films? Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. Okay, I forgot about that one. Yeah, you're probably right. I've forgotten about every TMNT movie except for the original because I've never seen another one other than the original. So I've seen the first three, but I don't even remember part three. Part it, one and two, though, I had on VHS and, and saw it a thousand times. Part yeah. three is Turtles in Time. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying I don't remember Samurai. it well. Yeah, Turtles. yeah. Well, I'm aware of what it is, but ask me to describe a scene from the movie. I got nothing. Describe a scene from that movie. I can't. <laughs> I won't. Is Turtles in... I, one of them, you can see the actor's... Uh, like their mouth? Face and mouth underneath <laughs> the, in the... In the mouth of like, Donatello or some shit. <laughs> Uh, number one song. I'm going with the Let It Go song from Frozen. <laughs> 2014? Yeah. We've been around that time. Uh, well, the song was huge. Yeah, it was. Especially in my house. Ugh, I hate that song. Nonstop. It's awful. If you ever have a child, oh, um, um, you will uh, be inundated with, with Disney. Disney songs. songs. And it's not that bad, but when you have to watch them like a hundred times in over a row, and over it's again, like, like, can oh. we watch a different Disney film? How about... How about we watch, uh, I don't know, Aladdin? <laughs> no, watch Frozen. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. we'll watch Frozen. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the number one song was a song called Rude by Magic. Why you gotta be so rude? Oh, yeah. Don't you know I'm human too? Oh, that I'm song gonna is marry awful. her anyway. Awful. Oh God, I forgot about that song. That song so was did I. Terrible. And then I saw it on this thing. And I'm like, oh, rude. I fucking hate that song. That song was just off the pits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, 2014. <laughs> oh God, I wish we had. Tw- I wish 2014 was like 2014 was a pretty good. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. I should take that. Back. I would listen to Rude and be in to 2014. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Christie, written by Anthony Jaswinski, directed by Oliver Blackburn. And music by Francois Oudes. <laughs> Oudes. Oudes. Nice. Oudes. Probably Oudes. Oudes? Listen, E-U-D-E-S. His name is Francois. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's like Oudes. Oh, his first name is hyphenated. It's like Francois Oudes or whatever. And last name. What? Chaffron. Oh. Well. F- I don't know. That's what my notes say. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm always wrong. <laughs> I get lazy typing. Yeah, whatever. It's hard. <laughs> just life's hard, man. Just like oods. That sounds about yeah, right. That sounds good. That sounds goods. <laughs> goods. Oods. <laughs> Stars Haley Bennett as Justine, Ashley Green as Violet, Lucas Till as Aaron, and then and uh, some, some other, other people. people. We got Chris Coy as Blue Hoodie, Mike Seal as Black Hoodie, and Lucius Fallick as Gray Hoodie. Fallick. Oof. <laughs> Lucius, fucking luscious, <laughs> luscious phallic. Yeah, he never heard that one. <laughs> uh, budget six point nine million dollars. Six point nine million dollars. Wow. Okay. For what? Yeah. Wow. Box office. What do you think the box office was? Let's say less than a million. Well, I'll tell you, it, it definitely is. It's uh, two hundred sixty thousand. But um, this movie premiered on Lifetime in America. Okay. <laughs> Before I even watched the movie, I read that. Huh. And I was like, oh my God. I was like very hesitant then going like into this a lifetime movie. movie. But then I watched the movie and I'm like, why? This was on Lifetime? That's really weird. But it was. It was on Lifetime. It'd be late at night. <laughs> I don't know. Lifetime, late at night. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> gets me horny. <laughs> um, all right. This movie is about a girl named Justine. Yep, not Christy. 
Not, there's nobody named Christy nope. in this movie. but Which uh, I kind of like. <laughs> so do I. But the movie kind of opens up with uh, an explanation uh, prior to the opening credits of what Christy means. Um, there's like a voiceover and like footage of like... A lot women. of qu- like quick cuts and it's like cell phone quality uh, video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of uh, women getting chased and killed. Yeah, in the woods. And it's talking about people are encouraged to kill Christy, quote unquote Christy. And it's uh, the name of Latin origin, meaning follower of God or follower, yeah, follower of, Christ. of Christ. But what's weird is they spelled Christy with a K, not with a CH. Yes. Which also seems weird. But okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the way it is. Hey, whatever. It's this, Your movie, you name it what you want. It's like this dark web website yeah. that they upload videos of actual like snuff films of people getting killed. Yep. And we see a person, like one of those people, like taking a picture of this girl's dead body in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the opening credits. Yep. Uh, Justine is in college and she's uh, attending a university with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Aaron. Aaron. And uh, everybody like in her world, it's like a private college. I don't know how she got in. Maybe she's got really good uh, grades I thought or she something. said something about a scholarship. Yeah. But uh, everybody around her is like really rich mm-hmm. and she's not. Yep. She doesn't come from money. In fact, I don't think she has family or she doesn't have family, at least that she talks to or anything. Not nearby. Yeah. So I got the impression she's like out of state. And, yeah. And she can't afford to fly home to, yeah. to see her family. Or that she's like maybe not really close to them anyway. Right. She's kind of one of those girls. Yeah. Of she looks like Jennifer. She looks like Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she's a little got bit a, of Sissy Spacek in there. Yeah, she's got a little bit of yeah. that uh, look. But uh, Aaron is like, why don't you just come home with me? And she's like, mm, I don't think your dad likes me or some shit like that. And she's just like, I'm just going to stay here and my roommate's going to stay here. Um, yeah, so we'll just hang out. Yeah, and her roommate is Nicole. She's like, me and Nicole are just going to hang out here. And plus, there's the guard is still here. Yeah, I'll be safe. And the groundskeeper is still here. Go so. be with your family. I'll be fine. And he's like, all right. It's fall break. Fall <laughs> break. Fall break. <laughs> um, so he leaves. And uh, she's there with her girlfriend. And the school is pretty much empty. Like, the dorm is empty. Empty. Like I said, there's the security like guard town. who's uh, at the dorm room. There's the groundskeeper who lives on the ground. And there's a guard. Dude, and I kind of related to this because I went to... Uh, I, I lived in a dorm for part of when I was in college. Uh, just one year. But I remember around like Christmas, the campus being dead. And same thing with the dorms. Like I went back like a little early and there was just like nobody there. Really? Yeah, because everybody went home. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a neat feeling. Yeah. Of course, this campus is a lot different than the ASU campus. ASU campus is like downtown, like Tempe. Yeah, there's a lot of of action. There's stuff to do, and it's like right next to a lot of stuff. This one was kind of secluded. Like you had to go through a gate, and it's like a secluded campus. ASU is not a secluded campus. Like I can walk on it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I saw a photo of the dorm where I lived. Uh, earlier this week uh-huh. and they've completely remodeled like it looks like luxury apartments oh, now God. and when I lived there it was like a jail cell dude <laughs> when I went to NAU it's like my dorm room like the floor was like this it was like it looked like this like old school room floor like that tile but it's like linoleum oh yeah almost. yeah and the walls were completely white yep same here were they brick Mine were brick walls. Like it looked like a prison cell. It might have been one brick wall. And the carpet was like that thin industrial type carpet. We didn't have carpet. carpet. You said linoleum. That's like crazy. linoleum tile. Yeah. 
<laughs> like in a hospital or something. Yeah, that's what our bathrooms were like. Yeah. And uh, we had a sink in the room, and that was it. We had a bathroom because uh, there were two bedrooms. Yeah, and then you had attached. Did, and then they had the bathroom in the middle. And you had to lock both doors if you wanted to take a dump. Oh, it was like a Jack and Jill? Yeah. And if you wanted to Jack, yeah, you needed to shut both doors for sure. Lock them both. <laughs> if you wanted to Jack, what if you wanted to Jill? If you wanted to Jill, yeah, leave the doors open. <laughs> um, it sucked. Ours, and it was just a square room. Yep. Was that, yeah, I think back to that and I'm like, mm. I thought it was so cool though because dude, I was same. like, same. I, I think back to how I lived. Yeah. Like, dude. I lived off sandwiches, macaroni and cheese, and like protein shakes. Yeah, I would go down to the student union, and I think I would yep. buy like a Gatorade. I would buy two. I, I would buy two sandwiches, and like some days one would be my lunch, one would be my dinner. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it was a mac and cheese night. Yeah, like every day. I buy like potato chips and like yep. I don't know what else. But I only had certain amount of. I had a you had meal one of those card. cards. I had one of those too. So yep. you could only buy certain things with the meal card. Mm-hmm. What a life. <laughs> how far we've come yeah nicole gets a phone call from her dad and her yep. dad's like hey i'm taking everybody to like fucking aspen or whatever the fuck i can't remember <laughs> someplace yeah. a little place called aspen, aspen where the beer flows like, like wine and the women flop flop <laughs> like the salmon <laughs> of capistrano. capistrano i'm talking about a little place called aspen i don't know brett the french are assholes John Denver was full of shit. <laughs> Francois Chaffron's uh, like, hey, fuck you. You're an asshole. I mean, uh, le fuck you. <laughs> le fuck you. Le asshole. Anyway, Nicole's like, hey, I gotta go. She's like, why don't you just come with me? Yeah, everybody's very inviting. Yeah. She's like, nah. And she's like, no, I'll just stay here. It's like, well, how about this? Keep my beamer. And if you need to go anywhere, now you got a car. Yeah. Here's my keys. Yep. Very friendly. Yeah. Like, here's very my nice. beamer. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Cool. So she hangs out. We get a little bit of a montage of her like doing like dancing, kind of of like a fun little scene. Yeah. Her swimming, dancing. Yeah. Kind of very breakfast clubby. Yeah. Um, And she, uh, yeah, she's a swimmer. So she's practicing swimming. She's like just fucking around in the dorm rooms. And then uh, she goes down and talks to the guard and she's like, hey, I'm going to go get some snacks and a soda. Want anything? And he's like, I'll take a, a Mountain Dew. Yeah, and, she's some, like, and some pumpkin pie. Yeah, she's like, you got it. I don't know where she can get the pie at. Yeah. Um, but she goes to the convenience store, and she's buying something, and there's uh, a hooded figure there in a gray a woman. Yep. And she's like, does she say something like, you're pretty? or I don't Yeah, know. yeah, she tells her that she's pretty. And she's like, oh, thanks. She's just being creepy. Yeah, and, and she's creepy looking. Like She's got kind of fucked up teeth. Got like a bunch of piercings. Very pale. Yeah, just kind of creepy looking. Goth chick. Yeah. And the owner or the guy who's running the convenience store is like, look, are you going to buy that or not to this creepy girl? And she's like, how much is it? And he's like, I don't know. How much does it say it is? Yeah. What's on the price tag? He's like being a dick to her. Right. And she's like, well, I want a discount because he's given her, he's giving Justine a discount because she's a student. And she's like, I want a discount. He's like, are you a student? He's like, I need to see ID. And she's like, we didn't ask for her ID basically. And Justine's like, I'll buy it. Yeah, then, don't worry about it. I got you. Then this girl's like, fuck you. Yeah, I, don't I don't want, I don't want anything from you. She's like, fine. Fuck you. <laughs> so Justine leaves. There's like this old car. I don't know what it is. Like an old fucking yeah, charger it's old. or I can't something. Remember. And it's like uh, revving its engine at her. She's yeah, it like, shines its headlights on her and then so, peels out. Yeah. So she drives home and then this car is in the middle of the road. Stopped. And she almost hits it. 
she's like freaked out. So she's like going to pass it. It like speeds up. It moves so she can't get around it. So and the windows whole, are all fogged up. And then the, we see somebody who on the inside of that car writes the letter K yeah. at her. She's like, huh? She ends up getting by them and gets back to the college. Oh, we should say too, the girl calls her Christy uh, in the store. That's true. The hooded yeah. girl. Yeah. Calls Justine Christie. She gets back to the college. What happens when she gets back to the college, David? She gets back. She tells her boyfriend, like I think she calls him and she kind of tells him what happened. He said he's in, he's going to come back. And she's like, no, 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 no. You stay. Don't worry about me. And she kind of takes a nap, like on a couch in the lounge or something like that, like in a common area. And she kind of wanders the halls for a bit. And we see people in the background, like walking by that she doesn't see. Yeah. And then we, when she goes into a room, we see the hooded girl, like kind of past the camera, like the hooded girl's in there. Mm-hmm. And then she finds her laptop is open. Yeah. Someone's gotten into her laptop. Yeah. And there's like torture porn stuff. The playing. snuff film. Yeah. It's playing on Basically. her laptop. And she's like, what the fuck? Yep. And, and Violet is the girl, is the girl. Yeah. The, the hood. hooded girl. Violet and then comes the, in. And then her internet stops working and she's like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden like a bunch of K's appear on the screen. And then Violet comes at her with a box cutter. Yeah. And she like. And she says, I like your room. It's like, ah. She gets out of there. And the phone line's dead. Like she immediately tries to call for help. Yep. But yeah, the phone line's dead. And nobody has cell phones. The security guard is outside, like looking around. And we the see door, more hooded people. So we know that that violet girl's not alone. The door is like being blocked on the inside and the outside from her opening the door and from that guy getting in too. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But uh, the security guard gets killed. Yeah. She sees it through the window. She sees him get killed with like a baseball bat or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she, he does. Baseball bat just repeated. We don't see any of it. But you hear it. Yeah, and you yeah, you see the bat come down. You're like, oh shit. She, and then somebody yells, like, run to God, Christy. Mm-hmm. She runs and she goes to the groundskeeper's house. Which is well, first she goes, there's another security guard because she tries to get oh, in yeah. the SUV, but like so she finds his dead body, but the keys are gone. Yep. So yeah, and then she runs to the groundskeeper's house. And I like that part too, because when the guy opens the door, he's like, I'm really fucking stoned right now. Like, what's <laughs> you gotta tell me what's going on? Yeah. So she goes inside and she's like, I need you to call 911 um on the cell phone or whatever. And he's like Yeah, because his phone line's dead too. So she's like, find your phone. He's like, Oh, I'm stoned. I don't know where my cell phone is. Yeah. Which yeah. is oh, know. everybody knows where their phone is all the time. So he goes to go get his cell phone, and there's like this kind of tense scene where like nothing is happening. It's just a cl- it's just on her. And he's out there, he's looking for his phone in the other room, and she knows that people are after him, mm-hmm. after them, and so she, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a tense scene, but uh, he comes back with a gun. Yeah, he's dressed like Tommy Jarvis from uh, Jason Lives. <laughs> you notice that? He had the the Sherpa dem- uh, denim, denim jacket. jacket on. Yeah, and the shotgun. <laughs> and... Uh, the flannel underneath his dog goes running out after the people into the dark and he hears his dog like whimper yeah oh they kill they kill the dog don't they like chop its head off oh i don't remember that but probably they kill the dog i think so yeah and then somebody grabs him like he gets grabbed and gets pulled off screen and then they end up hanging him from like a swing set i don't know why he's got a swing set in his yard i hadn't seen the kids but (laughs) whatever uh, they hang him from a garden hose yep. from the swing set. So he's dead. He dies. She runs. Um, she, she finds his phone. 
Yeah. And she goes to call 911, but uh, they've hacked his phone somehow. Yeah. Because she calls 911 and um, they answer, uh, the 911 operator answers and she's like, there's people here. Uh, and she's like, all right, where are you going to be? And she's like, at the library. I can get into I the library. Keys. I have keys, blah, 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 blah. And then it ends up being Violet. And she's like, all right, Christy. Yeah. And she's like, what? So now they all know where she is. And she, yeah. And then she gets a text on the groundskeeper's phone that says time to die. Yep. Oh, and she explains that how, like Violet explains how she got the security guard or the groundskeeper's phone number. Cause it was like to report. Uh, oh, it's any, every, it, there's signs posted everywhere to text this particular number. Yeah. Cause first I was like, wait a second. I was like, all right, all right. I'll let that, I'll let that slide. <laughs> but the whole hacking of the phone that drives me nuts in horror movies. Like <laughs> how are that all, easy. all these people are expert hackers, Yeah, but whatever. Justine gets chased around in the library. She goes up to the roof. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why go to the roof? I do like that before she gets to the roof, she takes um, the cell phone and she goes into the alarm and she sets like a timer and essentially throws it almost like a hand grenade to mm-hmm. distract. Like, so when the alarm goes off, the hooded people go the other way. Yep. But yeah, she goes to the roof. For some, that's a bad choice. But they find her and they come after her and they're like, time to die. But she jumps off the roof and she kind of crashes through a tree, which breaks her fall. Yeah. Which she survives the fall. She like limps around, but she runs. This is like that moment in films where the person has a choice to make. It's like they either die or they fight. Mm-hmm. Fight or flight mm-hmm. or die. Those are the options. <laughs> yeah. And she has no flight. So she has to either fight or die. And she's going to fight. This is when Aaron comes. I was going to say, her boyfriend comes back. This is when Aaron comes. Because he was worried earlier based off of her call. And even though she said, stay away, he came back. And he sees that Violet walking in the distance and he thinks it's Justine. So he goes chasing after her. And because she's wearing Justine's hat, which is like, all right, how'd she get that hat? And why is she wearing it? Justine is like, Aaron, come on. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And Aaron waits too long, and uh, he gets uh, stabbed. Stabbed by one of the other hooded people. Yeah, he's got like a, a face made of like foil, like aluminum, aluminum foil. foil. And uh, she's like, "Oh fuck!" So she gets into Aaron's car, and then one of the one of the figures one like the gets faces. on the hood, <laughs> yeah. foil face, and uh, she slams him into a wall and yep, kills him. He's dead. So she kills one of them. And then she's like, like, like I said, this is the moment where she's like, fuck this. I'm going to take these motherfuckers down. So she goes to the pool now. Yep. And she's still being chased. Yep. They follow her to the pool. Um, she can hold her breath a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's so, like uh, the mutilator. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets into the water and um, hides in the water. Yeah. Slowly like goes under and holds her breath, so, which I thought was a cool scene because we see the hooded person with a flashlight walking around. And she's underwater for a really long time. And when she slowly comes up, like, I don't know about you. I thought for sure the person was going to be right right there there and shine the light on. And nobody. Nobody. But you would think, I mean, it is cool because he's shining everywhere. And um, of course, he's not going to like stay on the water because who's going to think like, oh, she's going to be underwater. Right. Right. You would just look around the gym. Yeah. And she got in so slowly, the water's not moving or anything. But she gets out of the water and then she like makes some fucking MacGyver device. Well, she like gets a fistful of keys. So she takes mm-hmm. the keys and like makes them almost like brass knuckles. Oh yeah. And then she ru- turns the water on. So, uh, it'll make some noise. So the guy comes over and he sees the water's like disrupting and he like looking at it and she attacks him from behind, like stabs him in the head Yeah, and, and then grabs him and pulls him underwater. And she also had a, yeah. And then she had a baseball bat, I think. And then she choked him mm-hmm. underwater with the baseball bat and kills him in the pool. Yep. So, 
that one's down. So not two down. And this is where she MacGyvers herself a Negan bat. Like she gets some clamps mm-hmm. and some screws and nails and stuff. And she fashions that to the, to yeah. the baseball bat. Yeah. It's kind of like a Negan bat. It's a baseball bat with a bunch of nails sticking out of it. <laughs> yeah. But she also tricks the next guy because um, she hides in the shower, but she records her. Aaron had a recorder and she had grabbed it out of his backpack and she records herself like whimpering or something. Mm -hmm. And she plays, she puts that in the shower and she presses play and then shuts the shower curtains. So when the guy comes looking for her, he hears the whimpering and he goes to each shower and he finally finds her and he opens it and he sees the recorders just sitting there. Yeah, he's like, huh? And he turns around, and of course, she comes out with the bat and like whaps him just right once, once the in the head. head. That's all it took. Well, yeah. I mean, she hit him real good right yep. in the head. Sticks right into his head too. Yep. So he's dead. So now <laughs> the only one that's left is Violet. Well, and she finds that guy's cell phone, and she picks it up, and she sees a text from Violet. It says, uh, "You kill Christy," and she responds, "Yes." And then she gets another text saying, like, hey, the car's ready. So she's like, all right, I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. And then she finds more videos on that guy's phone of, like, people dying. Yeah. So she dresses herself up like that dude. Yep. And she mixes up a bunch of, like, uh, chemicals? chemicals and stuff and puts it in a bag. So I guess, like, what is it? Like, shock and yeah, chlorine I guess and so. stuff. When yeah. you mix them together, they have a reaction. And it's highly flammable. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah combustible powder almost and they make this fire so anyway she dresses herself up like the guy and she approaches the car where violet's waiting and uh violet comes out and she sees that it's justine and she justine tells her like everybody's fucking dead yeah they're all dead and this violet's like fuck you and she comes charging after her but justine throws that fucking powder at her and it ignites just burns her ass real good burns her alive (laughs) yep and she's dead so justine photographs it Uploads, uploads it. it to the website and is like, hey, look, they're all dead. They said the hunt is over. They lost. Yep. But then we hear at the end, it's like it was a whole series of fucking. Yeah, because she leads the police and they end up catching a bunch of people across all across the country. Yep. Anybody who's part of this cult, I guess this underground cult, and uh, they keep getting stopped. Yeah. And she says, Justine is dead. My name is Christy, which I thought was weird. Cheesy. Yeah. A little cheese ball at the yeah. end there with like the you know, all these cults are getting busted around the country. My name is Christy. Yeah, it's like whatever. And your then best you see there's like a post credit scene of like oh, a, no. of another person getting attacked by like somebody in a mask. Oh no, I didn't see yeah, that. That was it though. Oh, okay, I I actually kind of like this flick. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it at all. I again went there with low expectations because I saw it was like lifetime movie. I was like, uh, but it wasn't a lifetime movie. I it's far from a lifetime movie. There wasn't any gore. Uh, no, really. other than the baseball bat thing, I, I guess it's probably and even the that most was gory. pretty tame. Yeah. Um, but uh, it could have been quote unquote better had there been some more like actual scenes of the kills. Yeah, and do some creative deaths. But I like. These types of flicks where it's like the bad people get their comeuppance. Yeah. And where the turn, uh, the tables get turned on the killer. The hunted becomes the, the hunter. hunter. Right. David. Yeah. I like Revenge that flicks almost. Mm-hmm. So yes, I do like that. I'm going to give it three Pamela Voorhees Ooh, heads. Wow, I, okay. I liked it enough to where I could watch it again. 
I thought the acting was really good. I thought the girl who plays Justine did a really good job. And I thought the story was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought it was a little cheese ball, but whatever. And that was my biggest problem is I thought it was a little cheesy and it just felt like I've seen all of this before yeah. and I've seen it done better yeah. in other movies. True. That said, though, I agree in that... Um, I liked this movie more than I thought I would, and I was thoroughly entertained. At no point was it like, oh, how much time is left in this movie? Definitely. Uh, it wasn't boring. It got to the point pretty quick. Um, and then there was lots of tension, like you know, the, some of the cat and mouse stuff. Um, I liked that Justine as a character behaved intelligently. Mm-hmm. Like She tried to do things. Like She tried to call the police. Uh, she tried to get help. I felt like she did all the things that you would expect a normal person to do. And then setting traps and misdirection, I thought was uh, all very clever. So I'm not going to go quite as high as you, but I did enjoy it. I give it a two and a half. There you go. 2.75. Boom. I think it's a good uh, Thanksgiving watch. Yeah. Get yourself some pumpkin pie. And a Mountain Dew. Put on Christy. Yeah. And a Mountain Dew. (laughs) Maybe some red vines. There you go. Because she talked about red vines in there. Maybe wear a hoodie. Go for a swim. You'd be all set. Yeah. You know what else movie you could watch? (laughs) That's true. You could watch a movie called Pilgrim. Which is, is it a movie? I guess it's a movie. It's part of a TV series. I it didn't realize like, it that. It felt like a movie. I didn't either until I looked it up. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but it is the length of a movie. It's about an hour and a half long. So um, the next movie we're going to talk about is a movie called Pilgrim. Now it's part of the Into the Dark, uh, excuse me, Into the Dark anthology series. Yeah, on Hulu. Which is on Hulu. Um, I don't know if it's still active right now. but I'll be honest, I had never two, heard of it. There was two seasons yeah. of it. Um, so we should revisit some of maybe the other episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. (laughs) Um, but this one was called Pilgrim. It debuted in 2019, specifically November 1st, 2019. Uh, David, what was the number one movie in the theater? November 1st, 2019. So I'm going to go with a horror movie. So I'm hoping for some Halloween hangover. (laughs) Uh, I'm going with, with, but I don't know exactly when this came out. So I'm going to guess the child's play, uh, the new one. The remake? Yeah. The yeah, yeah, with Mark Hamill? Yeah. Right. No. Damn. Uh, it's not Terminator. It's sci-fi. I, I, didn't, I just <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> was it the Terminator movie? Yes. It's not Terminator. It's not horror. Uh, it's sci-fi. Terminator Dark Fate. Okay. I never saw it. Um, I saw it in the plane uh, ride home from Europe, and uh, I turned it off. I heard it was bad. <laughs> I started it and went, mm, nope. no. I'm good. Yep. Um, number one song? I'm going with You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, no. It's uh, Louis Capaldi with Someone You Loved. I have no idea what that someone is. Someone to be, someone to fall, someone to call, someone to know. I was ringing, ringing zero bells. Someone to hold. Sounds like somebody getting repeated kicked in the ball. So I wonder. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I need somebody to free. Somebody Is it a song hold. I'd rather get kicked in the balls somebody than listen to? to sounds like in the day bleeds in the nightfall i gotta take a shoot now somebody to hear somebody to hold somebody to hear 
<laughs> Even after hearing it, uh, did you forget it? <laughs> it only sounds a little familiar. I'm sure I heard it, but that yeah, sucks. Yeah, I feel like that must have been like a number one for like a week and then dropped it off. It was pretty popular though. Okay. I, I, I hear it. I still hear it on the radio Meh. and I still make fun of it. <laughs> I need somebody to pee. <laughs> somebody to pee. Uh, uh. Pilgrim was written by Noah Feinberg, Marcus Dunstan, and Patrick Melton. Marcus Dunstan, Patrick Melton, we know from uh, Feast. Ah. They're, they're writing partners. Okay. Cool. Uh, they also did the Saw movies. Well, some of the Saw movies, like towards the end. When they try to make sense of everything. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen any of the later. Like, there's like nine Saw movies. So, like, six through nine, they like tried to like make sense out of. Feast. That was one of our uh, Thanksgiving episodes, I think. It was. Feast and Feast 2. Feast 2. Yeah. Sloppy seconds. Um, directed also by Marcus Dunstan. So, those were the guys who won Project Greenlight. Yeah. For writing. Music by Douglas Pipes. Same guy that did Trick or Treat. Dude. And then we'll probably use the same comment, like with a name like Pipes. Like, yeah. It's like, you got no choice, dude. You're in music. Yep. Either that or you're a fucking or a porn star or a plumber. Yep. So you're either laying pipe. Yep. You're you installing pipes, pipes or yeah. you're installing pipe. Uh, stars Rain Edwards as Cody. She's like, um, she was in Hellfest. She was in Hellfest. Yeah. She was one of the friends. She, she also is like in like all my children or something like that. Oh, okay. She's like soap, soap opera. Operas. But Rain Edwards plays Cody, who's the daughter of Shane, played by Kerr Smith. Uh, all grows up from uh, Final Destination. Final Destination, Dawson's Creek fame. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes, he was in Final Destination 1. He's the guy. Like Carter. Yeah. How did, He's the dick. Yeah, but he survives. Until yeah, the yeah. End. Until the very end. Very end. He gets hit by the sign. Yeah. When they're, sign when they're in, in um, France. France. Yep. Courtney Hengler. Hengler? Yeah. As Anna. She was in... She's in Cobra Kai. She's, she's in Cobra she's Kai. She's Daniel LaRusso's wife. Yep. She's uh, in Cobra Kai. Yeah. That's exactly what she's in. Peter Giles as Ethan. Or Giles. Jay Giles band. <laughs> uh, Beth Curry as Catherine. Antonio Raul Corbo as Tate. Taj Spates, Spates. as Finn. And Elise Levesque as Patience. No budget, no box office. This was made for that anthology series. Right. So, I mean, there was a budget, I'm sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was made it for, for free. free. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about this movie a little bit as far as the plot goes. Okay. Um, it's kind of a weird story. It is a weird setup. Um, <laughs> it's a weird. It's just weird. Yeah. This is a weird movie. It's, it's very weird. So, Cody is... Um, Shane's daughter from a previous marriage and something happened to her mom. We don't know what happened to her mom specifically. I think we find out later her mom just left. Yeah. Her mom just got sick of everything and left. Correct. Yeah. Um, but we don't find that until real late in the movie. She's also biracial. That doesn't really play into it too much except for when the, um, the Pilgrim Ethan character yeah. uh, says something. Something like obviously a different mother or something like that. Yeah. And she, she makes some sort of allusion to like her. Your race. dad's a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about the only thing that that has to do with. Anna is her stepmother, and then she has um, a half-brother right? from Anna and Shane. And they are your typical 2020s-ish family, 2019, 2020-ish family. You got the daughter who's uh, in high school. She's got the boyfriend, and they're constantly texting and yeah, she's and, up in her room all the time. And she's got a lot of kind of pent up angst, probably from her mom leaving. Her mom leaving. She doesn't she's like really her stepmom. She's really hostile toward her stepmom. But she loves her brother, her little yep. brother, who's probably like eight. 
Yeah. Dad's very distant. He's always looking at He's his always phone. always working. Always working, always looking at stocks and stuff. And mom, stepmom is like obsessed with being perfect and everyone thinking that she has the perfect family and the perfect life. She's part of the HOA president place. <laughs> you know, she, she invites everybody over to her house and has to have everything perfect all the time. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. And so what the mom says is for Thanksgiving this year, she's invited, she found on Facebook or something that they are these act, this actor who will come over and will uh, be a pilgrim and will be in character and teach you about what it was like to be a pilgrim, a pilgrim and you know, like the first Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Yeah, which seems r- ridiculous, really fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. Like who would do? Like this? if my mom, if my stepmom, if anybody in my family said that that's what we we're yeah, going to do, got, I'd be like, well, you're by yourself. I got red flags right out of the gates on this one because I was like, no one would ever do this. Come on now, no. Well. I don't know about that. Okay, so you know what this reminded me of? Hmm. Did you ever, when you were in elementary school, I don't know if they have it down here, but when I was in elementary school back up in Wisconsin, we would go to this fucking- Like a pioneer village kind of thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is up with that? (laughs) Like, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, we did something like that too when I was a kid. After watching this movie, I was like- First of all, why? Why do they? Why do these places exist, right? And they're pretty like vast. Like they're not just like a room, like a house. It's like this whole little. It's almost like, like a ghost town kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A. Why does it exist? And B. Who works there? Who's like? Hey, you know what my job is? I'm a. I'm a pioneer. Yeah. I play a blacksmith, and uh, <laughs> when people come, I like blacksmith talk them. Oh, I'm just blacksmithing. You know. And it's like, and C. There's only a limited number of schools. Like, who goes there? Schools, right? Yeah, but eventually you're going to run out of schools, right? Yeah, and so it's going to be like, well, I'm still blacksmithing. Like, they just still... What do you do with your downtime? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. That's a fucking horror movie, dude. The fucking... Blacksmith town? Like, an old (laughs) pioneer village. Everyone goes crazy? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's your movie. There's your fucking movie. Everybody starts killing each other. Yeah. Like, um, it's like the village. Mighty sick of this. Did you ever see M. Night oh, yeah, Shyamalan's yeah. The Village? It's yeah. kind of like that, except for like more, more like, fucked up, more fucked up, more, more better, <laughs> more better, <laughs> more better. Um, although I like The Village, I do too. Um, but anyway, that's what it reminded me of. Like people that are. Did you? Oh, you know what else we had? Mm. <laughs> we had a guy come to our school who was Ben Franklin, <laughs> and he was like in character the entire time, <laughs> like in the he, office. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was Andy Daly who played him in the uh, office, and it was fucking hilarious. That was but good. When I saw that episode of The Office, you thought of that guy reminded me of the guy who came That's to our funny. school. No, I never did Franklin. that. And I actually for the school like uh, program that year, I had to be Ben Franklin. Nice. So I was like, oh, this guy is Ben Franklin. He's gonna come. I can like steal some of his take. His, yeah, steal yeah. some of his notes okay. and his mannerisms. Like, yeah. all right, I'll be like, like this guy. <laughs> scratches balls a lot. Okay, yeah. I got this, this guy was pathetic. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm Ben Franklin. I was oh. like, <laughs> fucking, this tool. Even at nine, ten years old, I was like, God. What a loser. What a fucking job to have. What is your job? <laughs> I pretend to be Ben Franklin. I'm what they call a failed actor. <laughs> or, the, or he was probably like, I'm an actor. It's like, eh, no, you're not, my friend. Well, I wanted to be one. Where have I seen you before? You've seen me here. <laughs> at your school. I clean up the trash bins when everybody leaves. <laughs> I steal cigarette butts out of the ashtrays in the teacher's lounge and smoke them because I can't afford my own. 
I knew a guy. He's a fucking dick, so I don't care. Uh, his name was Gary. His name's probably still is Gary. <laughs> but Gary is a fucking dick, and Gary was an act was an actor, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, his big job, like he was a listen. I'm not knocking people who are trying to be their dreams or whatever, but this guy was an asshole. So I'll knock him (laughs) and he was a jerk, but, uh, he was a security guard at like a mall. Mm. So (laughs) he was driving around in a golf cart. I pretend to be a cop. (laughs) Golf cart uh, at a mall. And it's like in this day and age, it's like, who goes to the fuck? Nobody goes to the mall much anymore. So it's not like back in the day when we went to the malls, you know, so he would drive around just like the parking structure in a fucking golf cart. And then, uh, and then he got another job. He's like, I got a new job. And I was like, where? He's like, I'm going to be the king at fucking uh, like medieval what? times. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. That was his, that's his gig. I don't know if he still got it, but he's he was the king at medieval times. That's impressive. He has to stay in character. He's royalty. It's like, it's like being part of the Renaissance Festival. Like, I've never gone to the Renaissance Festival. Yeah, but you stay in character. But it's like, yeah, they're always in character. It's ridiculous. Is he moonlight as a Santa Claus in the holidays? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fucking, he's such a dick. <laughs> Fucking Gary, come on. Fucking Gary. Get your life together, man. Get a, get a job. <laughs> be a pilgrim. Well, I mean, someone's got to be it, yeah, I guess, it. right? Yeah, exactly. But fuck Gary. Guys like Gary make the world go round. No. Not really. We could live without we, medieval we, times. We'd, find, we'd manage. I'm pretty sure during the pandemic, medieval times was one of those places that's like, we're not, uh, we're not one of those uh, nis- essential essential <laughs> workers. And Gary's like, I'm pretty essential. I am the king. The people need their turkey legs. <laughs> the people have spoken and the king is needed. There's a shortage of napkins and paper towels. People must eat with their hands. Gary, what better place than here? Uh, Gary, it's King Gary. All right, King Gary, you're not really the king. I am the king. No one can tell me different. <laughs> but that's this type of people. That yeah. she's hired mm-hmm. to be pilgrims. What could go wrong? Everybody's over for the HOA. And the family's like, come on, I don't want this. And then um, the dad, they're eating turkey that night, and they, he pulls out the wishbone, and he's like, ah, oh, make a wish. So was it Thanksgiving already? Were they eating turkey or chicken? I think it was turkey. I don't know, but it wasn't. It was like, a small I don't turkey. think it was Thanksgiving yet. Yes, yeah, so maybe it was a, a chicken. A Cornish game hen or something. <laughs> Belief. They do a little wishbone thing, and the daughter basically says to herself, I, I wish this whole thing would blow up in your face. And she wins. <laughs> The end. Will she get her wish? Let's find out. But HOA right, meeting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Daniel LaRusso's wife. Daniel LaRusso's <laughs> gonna fight. Daniel LaRusso's gonna, gonna fight. fight. <laughs> it's an illegal kick. Mm, how's the knee, son? <laughs> I shook my head. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like the Daniel like <laughs> acknowledgement. Yes. Um, but the neighbors are talking shit about her behind her back. Oh yeah. And uh, even the um, the stepdaughter hears it, and she's kind of like she kind of agrees. She does but, basically like, but at the same time, it's like I annoyed. can talk shit about my stepmom. Yeah, but you guys, you fake motherfuckers. But and, yeah, she overhears him saying she tries too hard to be perfect, and yeah, everybody knows that she's a fucking bitch. Yeah, and anyway. I think uh, they mentioned like that's why, or the previous, I think they mentioned the previous wife left. Oh yeah, nah, maybe something. that's the other reason why the daughter gets pissed because she's like, oh, don't talk about my don't mom. talk shit about my natural mom. Yeah, doorbell rings <laughs> and it's Ethan and Patience. Yeah, they've arrived early. Yep, and uh, the mom is giving Patience the the the, the other actress the yeah. to um, <laughs> what, Cody. A, what a fucked up gift. Yeah, 
to Cody's boyfriend's mom. Yeah. Whose husband has recently left her. Yeah. Her. And so it's like, well, you need help around the house. So I thought patients could come over and you know help you at Thanksgiving time or whatever. And so, and she's like, well, plus you just quit smoking and all this kind of stuff. You're trying to improve your life. That is awfully life. presumptuous. Like, oh, oh, hey, fucking... I'm going to put a house guest up with you for a few days. You, don't, just gonna you be don't mind, right? It's just going to be a few days. It's a total stranger. Person's in a costume. They're yeah. going to act like a fucking pilgrim the whole time. <laughs> you're cool with that, right? Not, oh, it'll be so fun. Not to mention she's doing that to her family and yeah. saying like, oh, he's going to stay with us. This Ethan character is going to stay with for us. For a few days. Like, for a few days. And what? and and be pilgrimy <laughs> and teach us pilgrimy shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Cody gets pissed off and she starts being like, what the fuck? No, you're not. You're not doing that in front of everybody at the HOA. And, and uh, Anna is like, well... <laughs> Yes, I am. Uh-huh. I'm your mom. Shane, the dad's like, uh, just let her. Whatever. Just, She's going to get away anyway. Yeah. The boy, Tate, is like, yeah, this will be fun, right? He's eight. He's a kid. He He's thinks like, this yeah, is cool. I think this is great. Yeah. I don't know. Even at eight, I'd probably be like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> why? Why are we doing yeah, this? Why, we, why isn't Santa staying with us instead? <laughs> I'd rather Santa stay here. Yeah. The guy's like, well, in a month, I will be Santa. <laughs> I will come back next month. <laughs> I don't want to be Santa Claus. <laughs> Is that your Santa Claus? Something like Elvis. Oh, oh. <laughs> I Santa Claus. <laughs> Sounded like uh, Uncle Limpy from the Slime Ball Bowlerama. <laughs> well, I am. Ah, I'll be Santa. I'll be Santa Claus. Grant you some wishes. <laughs> Everybody wants a wish <laughs> from Santa Claus. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. Let's cut to the chase here. Yeah. Shit starts going south quick once these people come in. Yeah, they're weird right off the bat. They are sticking their nose where they don't belong, saying some weird shit. Like I said, there's a confrontation between Cody and Ethan at dinner where he says something about her being mixed race, Mm -hmm. biracial. And uh, she's like, oh. Well, you know, next week we're going to have an Adolf Hitler reenactor <laughs> come <laughs> yeah. over, uh, you know, because he's also talking about how, oh, they, they treated the uh, indigenous people nicely. Uh, well, at first he says Indians and she corrects him and says indigenous people. Yeah. And uh, he, she's like, what do you mean treated them nicely? Like, <laughs> yeah, he fucking slaughtered them, <laughs> killed them and put them on reservations, took their land. What the fuck? Yeah. And that's why she's like, yeah, next week we'll have an Adolf Hitler reenactor mm-hmm. come in. It's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Sounds like a swell fella. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Ethan starts like building a shed out back. Yeah, in the backyard. Yeah, like he's going to live in crazy. there in he takes, shack. He takes, he, he like is tucking Tate in for bed. He's always talking about God and religion and shit. And like, like that. reading the Bible to him and stuff. I'd be like, hey, listen, buddy, mm. just stick with like churning butter and, you know, Maybe build me some cool shit in my backyard, but like, let's leave the Bibles, the preachy stuff out of this. Take some berry hunting. They even pick poison berries. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, 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 no. He's like, don't eat those. Those Those are are poisonous, poisonous. but these are good. It's like, why'd you pick them then? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Tate finds an injured bird and he's like protecting it. And then Ethan tells him a story about like, it's like a fable about a bird uh, to teach him a lesson about greed and being thankful for the things that you have. And then when Tate goes inside, he kills the bird. Yeah, he like squashes like it. Stomps on its head or something. Gross. Her boyfriend, Finn, he goes to his house and he finds that patient's girl. Looks like she's churning butter or something, but there's like 
blood in there or something. She kills the and mom. Her, oh yeah, and she's I guess she's because patience kills the mom. Yeah, she poisons. But he doesn't her. realize it at this point. Yeah, but we see a whole scene where she poisons the mom with yeah. some tea that she's made, mm-hmm. an old family recipe, and then she's yeah she's churning butter, but it's like got body parts pummeling her head or something. Yeah, uh-huh. and there's blood all over her hands. And then he runs downstairs. And she chases him. Yeah, and and he gets killed. Yeah, and he finds his mom who's dead. Then patience comes over and tells the family that uh, the 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 mom, the mom and the boyfriend yeah. they they took off. Town. And they said that the mom was like on a bender or something yeah. like that and took off. Cody's like oh, and left like, with uh, the son, so Finn's gone. And yeah. Cody's like he would never do that. He would call me or text me. He yeah. wouldn't just disappear. Something's up. She goes over to the house. Well, eventually, I don't know when this all happens, but she goes over to the house and she finds their dead bodies. Yep. So she comes back home. Well, it's about this time that the mom and the dad. Finally start to get wise. And they start like, hey, no, we want to get out of here. Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't leave. And now all of a sudden, a bunch of pilgrims are over there. It's like their house is infested with pilgrims. Mm -hmm. Who knows where the fuck they came from? And they're everywhere. Yep. And they're like helping build the shed out in the backyard and all this other kind of shit. And Shane's like, no, well, we'll go. They're like, oh, we ran out of rosemary for the dinner. And he's like, oh, well, we'll go to the store. Uh, Let's just grab the kids and we'll all just go down to the store together. And they're like, no, the kids can stay here. Yeah. And they can't find their son. Like, where the hell is, where are the kids? Yeah. Um, He's hiding, by the way. Yeah. Because Cody had told him to go play hide and seek and she'll come find him later. Yeah. She's like, find your, your best spot. I'll get you. Yep. And so, uh. Anyway, one thing leads to another, and they start getting chased. The family and Cody, uh, the husband and wife, the mom and dad, excuse me, and Cody start getting chased around the house. And they run into a bunch of like pilgrim people everywhere they go. And is this before or after they get put in like a stockade? After, right? Yes. Because I think Anna or Anna, Cody comes home and finds them like in like stocks. It's like, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Because the dad was whipped. Yeah. And the yeah. mom was branded. Yeah, and Ethan, the main pilgrim guy, lectures them about like how they're obsessed with their electronic devices. They're not appreciating everything that's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. You get, and then he, Ethan starts laughing, and you get a bunch of weird, quick cuts of him like laughing, and it's very chopped up. It was very Rob Zombie. Yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of like, House of a Thousand Corpses with some kind of the of editing, psychedelic, uh, yeah, fisheye lens type, yeah. Uh, bullshit. But Cody gets home, she frees him. There's a fight with like a real big ass uh, pilgrim guy. Yeah. And they, the family kills the him. shit out of him. And the dad says, did we just murder <laughs> as a family? That <laughs> uh, was kind of funny. There is some humor in, in this, too. Like, when they're beating the shit, I mean, they're throughout the thing, but when they're beating the shit out of this guy, like, um, Cody grabs, like, a bat, the dad grabs a shovel, and the mom grabs, like, a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, they're all just beating him. Take that. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so then they're running around the house. They're trying to find um, the, the, uh, Tate. Tate. And... Uh, the dad gets, oh, they climb up the lattice. They all kind of get, yeah, Cody gets grabbed. We see her go around a corner. Somebody gets her. Well, the dad gets Anna, uh, killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna gets grabbed going through a window. And then, yeah. Yeah, the dad gets killed by patience. She's the one who like chops his head off or something. Yeah, because right, right around the time they catch the mom, the dad's trying to get in through the window. They stab him and then they like shove him downstairs or shove him like off of the lattice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then patience is already down there and she's got an axe in her head and, and cuts his head off. Yep. Which when that happened, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't like, think the dad was going to get killed. I didn't think any of the family members were going to die. Yeah, they're in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out and by the pool. Cody is on this like... It's almost like a seesaw. 
crane kind of yeah platform thing they're torturing her basically they're gonna dunk her under the water for like a long period of time and then like pull her up yeah and he's like you have to be thankful for us and she's like uh fine I'm and ethan's lecturing you. them yeah about being thankful and he tells uh the the stepmom like she's obsessed with image and perfection and all that stuff yeah and cody's not thankful for what she has yep and uh, she's like, fine, I'm thankful. And he's like, no, you have to mean it. And he dunks her, proceeds to like fucking water torture her yep. until she finally gives up. And she's like, yes, yep, I'm good. I'll, I'll do whatever you tell me to. Excellent. So they take him inside. Dinner time. They're like, you're going to shuck corn and you're going to smash these berries for the cranberry sauce. Yep. And so she's smashing berries. The mom's shucking corn. Then again, they try to escape. She throws like powder or flour into the girl's eye and they do this whole escape thing. But again, they get caught and they get put at the dinner table now. And they're like, all right, you're going to sit there and uh, eat dinner and uh, we're going to kill you. Basically, they pull out the main course and they take the lid off and the dad's head is right there. Yeah. And these motherfuckers are all cannibals. They're yeah. eating the dad's body. So gross. Oh. oh, that was disgusting. And they're like taking pieces yeah, of meat and like oh, stuffing oh, it in their oh, mouths and yeah. stuff. Oh, oh, they're forcing them to eat the yeah. dad. Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's so gross. And they're all, they're eating the cranberry sauce and all this other kind of shit. And then uh, slowly but surely they start getting sick. Yeah. And one by one they start like falling over. And barfing blood, like projectile exorcist style blood like puking blood everywhere and I'm so like, oh shit what's going on ethan kind of puts two and two together and cody says something i don't remember what she says but uh she basically tells him like oh i poisoned your fucking yeah. cranberry yeah, those sauce. berries those poison berries you told yeah. me about thanks while i was smashing those berries i put some of those in there and yeah. you didn't notice he makes himself vomit yeah so he pukes it all up and, and around he, this time too tate uh comes out of hiding and he unties cody so now she's free yep and uh Patience is also running around upstairs and she's getting sick as well. Mm -hmm. Patience and Anna get into a fight. And during the fight, uh, Anna ends up using her husband's head as a weapon Uh and like smashes it against Patience, which I thought was pretty funny. And then stabs her in the chest and kills her. And I like how Tate's watching it and he's all like smiling at his mom like, yeah, kill her. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I remember when Tate first sees his dad's head, he's like, is that dad? Like, and he kind of freaks out about it. They trap Ethan somehow. They like capture him and I forget what they say to Ethan, but he's like crying. But Ethan, as they're about to kill him, he says, isn't this what you wished for? Oh, yeah. And then she axes him uh, to death. And then when we see his like dead body, we see half of a wishbone in his hand. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it. So like, yeah, she did wish for it. Yeah. It was all her fault, <sighs> essentially. Bitch. <laughs> There wasn't a lot in Wikipedia, but it says inspired by actual events. What? Like, obviously, it's not. <laughs> Nobody got killed or something like that. But I wonder if like one of the people who came up with a story, like either Noah Feinberg, Marcus Dunstan, or Patrick Milton, I wonder if like their family at one point in time like hired hired an actor an actor to teach them about because i could see I could some see that. motherfucking and then them thinking later like oh, what if yeah. like this person or like how silly was a crazy that? person or like maybe reading about somebody who did that yeah. or like being on facebook and saying like cuz i could also cuz like we've we've hired disney princesses to come over to our daughters for birthday parties and birthday stuff birthday party yeah you could hire a pilgrim to come over to your house. <laughs> yeah, I won't be doing that. And who would do that? Especially now. This movie's a cautionary tale. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, what'd you think of this film? 
Um, you know, I kind of dug it. It was really weird. I've said this before in other episodes, and I feel like recently, but uh, I feel like a Tales from the Crypt kind of episode. It is a part of an anthology, yeah. though. So I did get a, a very TV vibe off of it. Now, if I'm reading this, I almost feel like there's two movies here. Mm-hmm. There's a movie that's like about being thankful for what you have. And I got pounded over the head with that. Like, yes, yes, I get it. You want these people to be thankful. They don't appreciate what they have. You're teaching them a lesson. I like that message kept getting repeated over and over again. So I thought that was kind of old. And I thought the first half dragged a bit. But once like the shit hits the fan and crazy stuff starts happening, the second half of this movie is just bonkers. Yeah. And I felt like the, I, the first half I'm watching like a one and a half to two type movie. And the second half, I'm watching like a three and a half to four kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm between a two and a half and a three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go two and a half on this one. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with three. There you go. <laughs> so I uh, I actually kind of dug this movie. And, and for the same reasons that you had just stated, like uh, the beginning was a little slow, but this movie was a lot of fun. And there was a lot of moments in there where there, there was good humor. There was good gore. The gore was off the charts on this movie. The gore was good. Whereas the previous movie had no gore. Christy had no gore. This movie makes up for it and more. Yeah. Um, and it's like cartoony almost. And I also like the twist, not even twist, but like killing the dad. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, that was a good surprise. Yeah. And I thought there was good deaths. I thought there was good revenge killings. Um, like mm-hmm. when they're, when they're starting to get their comeuppance and I, uh, again, funny moments. Um, have you ever seen the movie mother? No, I haven't seen that. Okay. So this is nothing like that movie, <laughs> but it did remind me of it in the sense that all of a sudden, like it's just bonkers and their house is being taken over. Like in the movie mother, Javier Bardem and, um, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence yeah. our husband and wife. And all of a sudden it's like. One scene, it's just them two. And then the next scene, it seems like there's just like tons of people at their mm. house. And it's just chaos going on around them. And she's all confused. Yeah. And we as the audience are confused too. And Javier Bardem's like, oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And he's just like going along with it. And he's inviting people in. And that's what I felt like in this movie. It's like one minute, there's like one reenactor at their house. And the next minute, yeah, and then they're everywhere. Like, a ton of them everywhere. Yeah. And, and the mom and dad are just like, Oh, it'll be okay before they realize. And Cody's like, what the fuck? Why are you guys so insane? Like this doesn't, it's like having a bad dream. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. Where it's like it, nothing makes sense, but everything around you, it's like, it's supposed to make sense. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, cool with it. It's like really, really fucked up. Yeah. Mother, you should see that movie. I've that heard, movie's fucked up. I've heard some mixed things. I've heard it's the worst movie ever, and no. I've heard it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, but anyway, it gave me that, that type of vibes, but it's very different. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going to give it three Pamela Voorhees heads. There you go. Check it out. Um, I think we both, these movies come out even. Yeah. I think we both rated each movie the same as the other. Yeah, we did. Look at that. I liked them. Yeah, I did too. So if you have any um, suggestions for us, like I said at the beginning of the show, for um, more holiday sort of films that we can review in the month of December, please hit us up. How can they contact us, David? Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, uh, our YouTube channel. Um, just search The Swearwolves for all of those. Uh, if you're on Instagram, search The Swearwolves Podcast. 
Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. And don't forget, if you want a Christmas card from the Swearwolves, you have to reach out to us. Let us know your address so we can send that off to you. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, I'm thankful for you, pal. Mm. <laughs> you too, buddy. Fuck off. Dick. Ah! Somebody to hear, somebody to know, somebody to have, somebody to hold. It's easy to say, but it's never the same. I guess I kinda like.